0: Hey, good morning everyone. It's Jeremy McDonald with the McDonald Mortgage Team at Carbank Capital. Um, today on the Real Estate Roundtable, I'm here with Daniela Otone. Um I've known Daniela for, for quite some time. I believe it was 2004.
1: About that time, yep. yeah. So,
0: uh, so it's been about 16 years ago. So Daniela, if you could just kind of introduce yourself and, and give us a little bit of background um, on you and your experience. Okay. Uh, to everybody that's listening or watching.
1: Well, hello everybody. Uh, thank you for having me here. Um, my name is Daniela Otone. I'm a real estate agent with the Autone Group with Premier Coast Realty. I have been in the business in the industry for about 20 years. I started in the lending side and then from there I went to underwriting, so I was an underwriter for many years, and then I decided to become a real estate agent. So I have done a little bit of everything when it comes to real estate. And I have worked with you, well, for about 15 years. We, yep. Since we met, we met on the industry, so we have stayed in touch ever since.
0: Yep. Yeah, very much so. And, and, you know, since you have that mortgage experience and that underwriting experience, um, you know, how do you how do you feel that that benefits you know your clients when they're going to purchase a home? Um, com- you know, compared to some other agents that might not be as familiar with the mortgage side of things.
1: For us, that's what has marked the difference with other agents out there. Because not everybody knows too much about the lending side. Nobody knows too much about products and you know what the underwriter is looking for, how to structure something. So for us, it's been very easy. I normally meet face-to-face with the customer. And from there, we kind of structure how we're going to present it and what will be the best way for them to, you know, face this loan and what kind of product will be the best fit for them. Mm -hmm. We kind of leave that to you, but in the same token, if I see that they need to maybe fix their credit first, we have that conversation. And I make them go through that before I send them to you so you can pull a credit and then it's too low. Yeah. I'd rather go through the process, so we kind of put them in an action plan at that point. Okay, awesome,
0: awesome. Mm-hmm. So um, I know that uh, you have a team as well. So you, can, you, can you tell us a little bit about your team and you know kind of what you do with them?
1: Um, we are a team of six as of yesterday. We hired somebody new. Um, We are mainly, uh, we're all bilingual. We're kind of like the United Nations on my team. We have Colombians, Cubans, Chilean, uh, Puerto Rican, so we're a little bit of everything. Uh, And we work pretty much as a team. We help each other, we train every day. We have team meetings every day in which we discuss every file that is going on and what to do, how to approach any situation, and we kind of Mm -hmm. learn from each other. But uh, we also kind of cater more to the customer. So we're very much on the service side. So we don't tell them, well, you want to see this house? Let me see when I'm available. If I'm not available, it will go somebody else on the team. And then so we kind of accommodate our schedule to them, not them to us.
0: And, and that's, that's huge. Um, mm-hmm. and that's awesome that you do that. You know, um, I mean, because with the market right now, and there are being so, such low levels of inventory, you know when the right house is there. I mean, you got to jump on it right away.
1: Exactly, you have to go right away because it it might go on the highest and best, or you just might lose the house to somebody else. So you need to go right away. Yeah.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um. So can you tell everyone kind of your transition from you know becoming a real estate agent to then you know building and having this team with you know six six other people?
1: Uh huh. Well, I kind of started out of necessity and a little bit of, yeah. Uh, the customer service side, too, because mm-hmm. at that time I, I studied another career. That's when I took my real estate license. Mm-hmm. I studied esthetician. Uh, so I became a medical esthetician for a little bit. Mm-hmm. I was working at a spa, and I, stu- I continued doing real estate right after that. Mm-hmm. So I was doing both things at the same time, and it got to the point that I was too busy. Mm-hmm. So my first agent was one of my customers, Chirley, okay. from Colombia. Uh, she was one of my customers. I sold her the house. She came back to me later on, and she was like, "Well, you know what? I would like to do what you do." And I said, "Okay, come on board. You can help me." So that's how we came with the first one. The second one was another customer. So really, all my agents have been my customers before. So I know them very well. I know their family. I know, you know, everything about yeah. them because we were customers and agent before. Okay. Um, but. I came out of necessity because my volume became too high, and I needed help, and that's how we started working. And yeah. I like working as a team. I I'm a more of a team player than than you know an a only agent. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I, I definitely agree with you. You know, I mean, I do like the team environment. You know, having grown up playing sports, mm-hmm. um, team sports, and uh, you know, I I would I would definitely say that you're one of only a very few people that. Can make me feel lazy from time to time and you know I, I don't take many days off <laughs> and I'm pretty much available if I'm awake but uh, you know just seeing the effort that you put in and how hard you work and how dedicated you. you are to it it constantly amazes me I wonder if you're a human <laughs> I wonder if maybe you have a clone <laughs> so but even, even someone that works as hard as you and is as relentless and, and willing to put in so many hours you know, needed that support, and mm-hmm. that's really cool. So, um, you know, if if we've got any listeners or, or viewers that are thinking about getting in real estate for themselves, you know, what are some kind of tips that you would give them, and and maybe kind of the best way to get into the industry?
1: And um, well, I always tell people when they tell me that they want to become a real estate agent. The image out there of becoming a real estate agent is this is this glorious life that we just open doors and we just tell people where to put their sofa and their tables and that's kind of what we do. And it's so much behind it. They need to learn more. It's not just passing the exam and, and getting your license. You need to dig a little bit more deeper in what, what's going on with the industry. You need to know what programs are out there, what is going to be your niche. So you need to learn a little bit more. I think that it's a continuous growth on real estate. So,
0: so what would be the best way for, you know, either a new agent or an agent that's kind of been struggling and hasn't really got the training, what would be the, the best way for them to acquire that training, that knowledge?
1: I would say work with a team.
0: With a team? With a
1: team would be the best way to go.
0: Cool. Yeah. So, you know, this is where I'm definitely going to give you the opportunity for a shameless plug. I know that you've uh, brought on a your six team member. Uh, we talked a little bit earlier earlier that you're still looking to grow. Yes. So, you know, if you could just kinda of tell everybody, you know, with the Atone team, you know, why you're the best and, and why if they're currently kind of struggling or they're getting into the industry, you know, why they should reach out to you.
1: Well, like I said, we work a lot of steam, so we support each other a lot. Um, we do trainings daily, uh, I do provide leads my team so that's very important for somebody that is just starting that they want to kind of jump in and start making money because it's very difficult when you become an agent and you get your license the average person closes what within six months maybe a year the first deal my agents go in closing right away 30 45 days later they're already closing their first deal so it's a difference i i kind of spoil them a little in that sense they 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 are they don't know what's really out there in the industry that is much harder than when we are working as a team. Mm-hmm. But I think for somebody new to work as a team and learn a little bit from everybody, the same way that we do every day, that is very important. Because you want to learn not just for your experience but from somebody else's too.
0: I, I agree, you know, and there's the statement, there's the statement you know, um, that you learn through your failures, mm-hmm. and all that is a very true statement. Um, I definitely am a huge believer and fan of learning through other people's failures, because if I can learn from someone else's failure and not repeat that myself, then I think I'm already a- ahead of ahead of everybody else. You know. So, um, do you want to go ahead and, and drop your contact information? You know, in case there's anyone that's got to hurry away, but we want to get it now, and not at the end of the show.
1: Of course. Um, if you're interested in buying or selling your house give us a call our number is 904-385-2065 um, and if you're interested in becoming an agent please give us a call we are not looking for too much of experience that is something that you can you know learn I'm looking more for personality I like personality I think a personality is something that you cannot really learn that is not acquired That is just.
0: And, and I agree 100% so with that you know, kinda of explain what you would be looking for, you know, what your I I um, ideal candidate look like.
1: Somebody that is it has to have you know their level of competition. I want somebody that, you know, wants to grow and, and get better every day. But at the same token I want somebody that knows how to work with a team, that can share knowledge the same way that receiving. We work pretty much like that. We are really like a family at the end, with with the entire team. So I need somebody that will get a and not you know create that uh, animosity between each other that is not good.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. Um, and so, kind of with that, I'm talking about animosity. Um, I know that in the mortgage industry, it can be a little bit of uh, interesting from, especially when like myself as a mortgage broker and some retail lenders, you know, there's not always the, the best feelings there. Um, and with me, having been on both sides of that and having been here in Jacksonville doing it for so long, I have a lot of friends that mm-hmm. do mortgages, you know, and so it's a little bit different because I've got that good relationship and there's, there's certain programs that I don't do. Mm-hmm. Um, there's There's certain clients that I don't want to work with just being honest and so you know it's great to have friends that I can kind of refer that business to and then some of the things that you know they're not strong at you know they kind of refer them over to me or if it's something that their company doesn't do so you know with real estate and other real estate agents um, you know do you feel that it's important to have you know a good relationship with the other agents on the other side of that transaction? Do you feel that it matters whether they're your friend or their foe?
1: No, I really think that a good relationship across the board is good to have. Um, In Florida, we are assumed to be transaction agents uh, as soon as you go in the transaction, unless they tell you that they're a single agent. So transaction agent means that we are working for the transaction. We're working for who we're representing, but we're also working from the transaction. So you, you, you're you looking for that team up as well from the other agent. You want to get this transaction to close and make it as smooth as possible for both sides. So I, I assume that from the get-go, that we're going to get this transaction to the end, hopefully as best as possible and as seamless as possible for the customers that we to representing.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And, and I definitely know we've had a few of them where it seemed like the uh, agent on the other side really wanted to be that foe Mm -hmm. and and it it kinda astonishes me when being that you are a transaction agent, both the the Mm -hmm. listing agent and the buyer's agent, why why try to make things difficult? Why try to fight the transaction when that's the whole purpose of this? So Mm -hmm. so it's that definitely interesting when you run into those special individuals, that's for sure.
1: That's true. I think that you need to leave feelings a little bit, don't take everything so personal. Absolutely. It's business and that's the part that we provide. We can take ourselves out of the transaction and see what is needed to make it happen. Instead the customer or the seller, they have you know, their feelings in this house already and they, they have other emotions going. We should be able to get our, our emotions out of the transaction and make it happen. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah,
0: and, and of course, you know, just because we can do that doesn't mean that we lose sight of the significance of, of the transaction mm-hmm. and how significant it, significant it is to, you know, purchase and sell homes. So mm-hmm. um, there's there's definitely that separation where we still get all of that, and yeah. that is definitely not lost. It's highly, highly important. Yeah. But from the transaction, we're going to look at it from a logical standpoint to find out what needs to be done to get this completed. So. Um, You know there's there's recently with everything that's been going on in the government in the country with covid um with with the unfortunate uh forbearance for all in the cares act Mm -hmm. um, the political landscape is definitely having a huge impact on the mortgage industry right now and uh, making it a lot more difficult for people to purchase a home and uh, the number of hoops that we have to jump through um, can kind of be daunting from time to time um, so on the real estate side of things, you know, how do you feel that the current political environment and the pending election that we have, how do you feel that's impacting the market?
1: Well, it's, it's been making it a little bit difficult because um, we don't know where it's going to go yet. We don't know, you know, who's going to win. We don't know much about it. We don't know how it's going to turn. So it, it, it makes people a little bit more hesitant. on selling right now that's why we have such a low inventory because people are really not don't know what to do yet um it's been making it a little bit difficult in that sense but on the same token the rates are so low that you have such a big volume right now on refinancing and and other things that have made the mortgage industry slower because they don't have many resources at this time to. To you know, process those files. So whatever it would take normally twenty days, thirty days to close. Now I'm down to maybe forty-five days. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, that that definitely is challenging. Um, I'll, I'll definitely agree with that. Um, you know, one of the things that that you know I kind of see out there for people that you know are hesitant to sell their home right now. You know, they're like, yeah, I might be able to get more for my home now because the the supply is so short. But then I'm going to pay more for a home now. Um, And when we really sit down and look at the numbers and look at the mortgage options, you know, a year ago, if you had good credit, you were getting a 425 interest rate. Mm -hmm. You know, now if you have good credit, you're you're in the twos. So, you know, when I look at someone that's wanting to sell their $200,000 home and upgrade to a $350,000 home, well, last year at 4.25%, their mortgage payment would be about $300 more than it would be today for that same $350,000 home. So you know, having that mindset of, okay, the market's hot, we still aren't seeing any type of astronomical appreciation. Houses aren't selling for 10% over last year. You know, it's still kind of a, it's an aggressive normal, but it's still a normal appreciation. So it's not anything that's not um, warranted. So looking at that, yes, the value of your home will be up, the value of the home that you'd be purchasing would be up, and you might be paying 6% more than you would have last year for that, but with the reduction of your interest rate from 4.25 or 4.5 down into the, the twos, even the high twos, you know, when we're talking about a $300 swing on your payment, um, I mean, that's tens of thousands of dollars in additional purchasing power that you have. Right. So maybe instead of, Hey, I could have bought a two hundred and eighty thousand dollar house. Now you can buy a three hundred and fifty thousand dollar house, and you're going to have that same payment. So, um, I definitely think that you know anybody watching or listening that that's something to really, you know, think about. Yes, you can sell your house. You're going to get top dollar for it, and yes, you're going to have to pay top dollar for the new house that you're going to get. But you're going to get literally the lowest rate in the history of mankind, a rate that you're in all likelihood never going to see again. And if this is your forever home, and you're saving so much money on it, you really have to take a look at that, so, um, you know, one of the things that I like to do is kind of, you know, uh, see if there's a story that you have of of maybe a transaction, of a buyer, of a seller, of another agent, um, you know, that really kind of puts on display, you know, the value of having a real estate agent or a real estate team represent you, you know, in a transaction.
1: Well, let me see. I wasn't prepared for that question. Uh, but um, you know what I really like and what makes me passionate about what I do is that end of the transaction part. When you make it to the table, when you make it to the closing table and they receive the keys and they're done with everything. And it's the, that feeling that you get when the person tells you, you know what, I wouldn't be able to have this house if it wasn't for your help. Absolutely. If it wasn't because you guide us from the beginning to the end, because you kind of held our hand in the process, we got stressed out, and we were ready to kind of like you know let it go at one point, but you kept there, and and that is what I really like most about it. And when somebody tells me that, they tell me, you know what? We tried different agents. We went with two or three different agents before, and nobody actually did what you did. I like that feeling. Yeah. Yes.
0: Yeah, I I definitely uh, understand that and and relate there and, you know, to me, um, I find it a little funny sometimes where I'll have someone that during the process it feels like they're fighting me and I'm like, I'm trying to help you here. Mm -hmm. But then getting to the closing table and they get the keys and then the tears just start flowing, you know, and then hearing their backstory of, you know, Jeremy, I've been trying to buy a house for the past 20 years, you know, I've been pre-approved before, I've been under contract before but nobody could ever get this done for us, you know. So I didn't really believe that I was gonna be a homeowner until the moment those keys were put in my hand. Right. You know, and when, when, when you feel the emotion that they have and the passion that they have mm. and, and then that burden and that relief, you know, that, that you've been able to help them with, I mean, it really is we, something that you don't experience in very many professions.
1: Remember that couple that we closed not so long ago that uh, he was a vet? and they just bought their dream house and they bought that farm uh, yep, out of That was a great uh, experience. Absolutely. Yeah, and they took the picture with the keys, holding hands together. I think that was amazing because he had a really good career. He was a vet. They were both on the nursing,
0: mm-hmm. in the
1: medical field, yep. helping with COVID. They went through all of that when we were closing, remember? Yeah, absolutely. And, and that was a really great experience, and they
0: kind of fulfilled their dream with us. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, well, so for so for any you know prospective realtors mm-hmm. or prospective you know buyers or sellers, you know just what are any you know tips or advice that you could give them um, in today's market and in, in today's industry? You know, real quick. For so. realtors or for customers? Well, let's do it both. So one tip okay. for you know someone wanting to get into real estate.
1: Tip: Go for it. Take take the class, get your license, and and start uh, making those calls. You you can start with your with your circle. You can start preparing yourself while you're doing the class. That's what I did when I started. Uh, start making those calls. Hey, I'm gonna get my license soon. If you're buying or selling, just give me a call. I think you need to start preparing from the beginning. Uh, for the customer, for somebody that is renting right now, uh, go for it. Give us a call. Uh, see if you can qualify. If you can qualify now, you can put them in an action plan and tell them what is going to need to be done in order for them to qualify. Very true. But right now with what you were saying with the rates being that low, a rent is much higher than buying a house. And you're Absolutely. sometimes in a two-bedroom, two-bath apartment paying, what, 1400 1500 a month? And that is a very nice three bedroom, two bath house with a two car garage. So give yourself a chance and and see if you can qualify now. And if not, then we'll put you in a game plan. Yeah,
0: absolutely, Mm -hmm. absolutely. Um, What about a tip for, you know, prospective sellers? You know, maybe someone that's thinking about trying to sell their, their home themselves, you know, and might be hesitant to reaching out to a real estate agent to discuss listing their home.
1: Well, it's known that when you try to sell a house on your own, you you don't have all the tools. You don't have everything that is needed. You don't know how to pull comparables. Either you're going to overprice your house and it's going to get stuck in the market for a long time, or you're going to price it too low and you're going to lose a good amount of money that you could have gotten if you would have had a professional behind you. So I would say don't do that by yourself. That's the reason why we have a training, we have a license, we do everything that we do, and that is our expertise. We do this on a daily basis. Okay. So let's, let's help you.
0: Yeah. And, and I just kinda wanna share uh, two, two stories that in the past three months, two closings that I've had, okay. where the seller was not represented, where the seller was for sale by owner. Okay. Um, in both cases, the buyer had a real estate agent that was representing them, and so reaching out to the seller, you know, of course, the seller covered that real estate agents, their commissions, mm-hmm. you know, on on that side of it. Um, in both of those cases, when the appraisal came in, um, one of them was about $25,000 under appraised value, and the other one was almost $40,000 under appraised value. Yeah. And that was because simply they didn't know how to yeah. price their home. So, yes, they saved... 3% by not having a listing agent, but they've lost tens of thousands of dollars by not properly pricing their home. Yeah. You know, and I mean, these are individuals that have good jobs, that are educated people, um, but this isn't their profession. So, mm-hmm. you know, uh, definitely I feel that it's very, very wise you know, to reach out to, to agents and kind of see um, and have them do those market analysis to really know, like, what you bring to the table and, and to see, does it make sense? You know, are you gonna be able to offer the value to them mm-hmm. to, to not only cover any additional, you know, cost, but make them a higher return as well. Correct, yes. So, um, so just kinda in closing, um, if you wanna give your information again, so if anyone wants to reach out to you about buying, selling, investing, or becoming an agent themselves,
1: Call us at 904-385-385. 2065. Awesome. Website? Theotonegroup.com. So that is T-H-E-O-T-T-O-N-E-G-R-O-U-P.com.
0: Right, <laughs> awesome. And if anybody wants to reach me, I'm sure that uh, that there's some information on this podcast or this video. Um, my direct phone number is 904-442-3213, um, that's 904-442-3213. So, Daniela, it was a pleasure having you today. I thank you so much for, for being here on the show. And I look forward to doing this again.
1: Thank you. Pleasure being here. Thank you so much.
0: So this has been the Real Estate Roundtable. Everyone enjoy the rest of your day. And we'll see you again next week.